Hey everyone, I'm Naomi Sneekas and welcome to the Firecracker Department After Show. This is the series that we started so that you can meet my core team members and we can talk a little bit about past episodes and what jazzed them and what got them excited and inspired from those discussions. So uh, this team changes over every time. Today I've got AJ Edmonds, I've got Sydney Nielsen and I've got Emily Churchill and we're talking about the one and only Jan Arden episode. Okay, you'll know Jan Arden from her TV show, Jan. You'll know her from her book, uh, Feeding My Mother. You'll know her from being one of the most beautiful singer-songwriters that we've ever had in our community. Uh, she has a podcast. She, I mean, she's unstoppable. What can't she do? I'm she, right now, she's probably building a fence or doing something amazing. Uh, so I'm so excited to talk to you guys about Jan Arden. I mean... My heart just skips a little bit when I talk about her. I just love her so much. Um, AJ, what, what stands out for you from our discussion? I mean, I've loved Jan Arden for most of my life. And I've been, to, I, I once ruined a trivia night for friends because it was like Canadian musicians. And I only, I exclusively was like, the answer is Jan Arden. <laughs> the answer is always Jan Arden. Twice right. it was Jan Arden, but the other 50 times it wasn't. Um, I mean, I think the most beautiful thing about Jan is that she's so accessible in conversation and you feel that in your interview, you know, like she's just, she's just like talking to your neighbor. Yeah. You know, she, knows, she knows what it's like to be alive. She knows what it's like to struggle and she's very authentic with her voice and the things she wants to say. And I will tell you that that was, um, that was recorded in front of a live audience at the Calgary Comedy Festival. So she's just authentic she's just that person whether you are one-on-one -on -one with her or whether she's in front of an audience and it was such a cool opportunity to share like that discussion with the audience we had a lot of laughs and I mean I think Michael Blue Blaze said uh is she a comedian that has a really good voice or a singer that is really funny because she can do both really really well Emily what struck a chord for you um I really uh touched on when she was talking about her family being an obstacle and that obstacle created her music in a sense, because that's what her outlet was. And I just, I loved that. I was, I can relate to that. I think a lot of people can relate to that. I thought that was really cool to see that inside uh, part of her. Do you feel like you tap into your comedy because of your surroundings and your family and your upbringing? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> that's what got me through. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think you're alone, especially with comedy. Sydney, what uh, resonated for you? I just think, like, the fact that I we've all kind of known her for so long, and even if you, like, maybe think you don't know her, like, you definitely do. Like, I would just started watching Dawson's Creek for the first time, because somehow I just missed it. <laughs> and the first episode is, like, she said in the podcast that she wants to, or could have a Vegas residency, but, like, only four people would come. And like, that's not true at all. <laughs> she's like, actually, she's like been around, she's just like so in like the call, like everyone's consciousness, even if it's like back here. And she still is worried about like becoming a person. Like becoming oh. a person is like, I have said that so many times. Like my like life is just, I would like to become a person. And she's so like, successful on so many levels and so amazing and doesn't always feel like she has become a person yet or having that, discussion, 
Yeah, and having that discussion with her is such a grounding thing because it makes you feel less crazy. And she and I have had like mm-hmm. discussions away from firecracker stuff, that I'm, and she'll say things like, you know, as challenging as the journey of moving to Los Angeles is, she'll be like, what a great adventure. And she'll just say little nuggets like that and be like, oh, yeah. Yeah, thanks for that reminder. Yeah. Was there something personal, AJ, that you connected with because of your your world or your, your creative journey? A hundred percent. She specifically talks about her brothers and how uh, so lucky that she had an outlet and the power of having an outlet in her life, you know? And I don't, I, you don't hear a lot of artists talk about, you know, how grateful we should be for the fact that we were born with the ability to see the world through either music or comedy or mm-hmm. film. Um, Cause I, I have a brother that struggles with substance abuse and it's a journey. And I wish that I could give him, you know, dance or right. to have somewhere to put the stress that he lives with. And so I, I'm really impressed with her, first of all, ability to be super obvious and open about about her family past, but also, you know, spin it in a way that, that doesn't make her a victim and doesn't make her family a victim, but makes them a product of, of the music she's put out in the world. And look how much she's, like, connecting with people over it, too. You know, even when we started talking, because both our mothers have dementia, and her mom passed away recently because of it, and there were so many people... Like, I went to her concert at the CNE with Danny, and we sat there weeping. And I looked around, and p- women were just, like, nodding and, like, connecting. And she had, I mean, she cracks your heart open. Huh? Sydney, how, how about you? What what personally did it uh, touch with for you? Well, just, at like, the fact that she can articulate, like, that's, like, you kind of... I kind of think like I have no musical or lyrical like I like to write but I can't even imagine like putting words to paper and like finding the melody and like finding having that ability to actually make it a song. Well, what and- happens if you do? Like here's the thing Zoe Palmer like texted like Jan and just said I don't know what this is but here's some words and Jan turned it into this beautiful song like, what happens if we just haven't tapped into it yet? We just have to try. And that's the thing. Like, she just went for it, clearly. Like, it just, like, she just taught herself how to play guitar, you know. Like, that's, like... <laughs> and she she mentions that her, her dad is a, a slogan guy and has, like, all those little things. And that, like, that just immediately makes me think of my grandma. Like, she was always had some sort of, like, you're full of hot air. Or, like, <laughs> What, there was always like the thing that you, she could make a face and you know the next line that's coming out. Right. And, like just uh, just knowing her relationship with like her dad could be difficult as well as remembering him as the slogan guy. Yeah. Right. Does that does that connect for you, Emily? Oh yeah, uh, for sure. I mean, my mom. Uh, is bipolar um, and uh, having grown up with that now I have so much compassion for her because I know what that is now and everything and she's hilarious so instead of you know remembering the, the bad times I remember how amazing and hilarious she is I think I got most of my comedy from her um, and so I can totally relate to what she was talking about with her parents and her brother it's um, such an interesting place to put um like the challenges or the tragedies in our life like when you find a comedy angle to it like even, I remember, like my mom who has dementia, it's been really 
awful. And there's times in my life when I'm with her that it really breaks my heart. But I remember, like, she she has jokes. She has jokes still, even if it's just in her eyes. I remember, like, when she could still speak, that um, we had to take her to the hospital. I can't remember what was wrong, but the doctor's like, well, we're going to have to do an enema. And my mom's British, so this is already not great. And so I, I said, Mom, I got some bad news. They're going to have to do an enema. And she was like, she just looked at me, and clear as a bell, she just went, well, they're going to have to buy me dinner first. She just had, and she was, <laughs> Like the survival and watching her, like whether it's like she's quick, Jan is quick too, right? Even when like we gave her the Blaze Award during TIFF and it was that beautiful band from Made You Look. Oh my and the first God. thing she said was, It's Wonder Woman. It's Wonder Woman. And then she said, This better not be a belt. Oh my God. That was so funny. And you can literally hear like the, the mics like peaked because everyone went, Poo! Oh. She's just a naturally gifted, funny person. Yeah. Sydney, did you have just one more? And like, yeah, I just just listening. She's this very casual, but like, like she's met like she's a bisexual icon. She's like, oh, I've had relationships with whoever, and it, whatever. Like, I don't know who I'm gonna end up with, and I'm in that world as well. And I'm totally like, just hearing casual mentions of anything like that as not like some like declaration of like this is just what it is you yeah. like yeah, yeah. yeah. I love that it's not like as you said a declaration it's just like yeah. this, and even in her show the jam show it's, yeah it's not yeah. like it's not a character trait it's just something that goes on yeah I love it anything anything final thoughts that you want to add about something that you're taking away AJ the relationships that she started 30 years ago that she still has to this day are so cool. You know, like when when she was talking about, um, you know, receiving an award in Toronto, she was saying that the people that were running the awards were the same people that were running it when she was there years ago. I think it was the Juno Awards. You know, she's known the same people. Her tour manager has been with her for something like 16, 15 years. And I think you know, we can get so caught up in the arts with thinking that our relationships are finite because we're working on so many projects and you sort of work with someone and you move on. You work with someone and you move on. And I I actually think the power of being an artist is the community you put around you and the people you get to grow up with. And like, for me, I am like finally at this point in my career where a lot of people I've known for the last 10 years are finally ending up on big shows or like, getting those projects that they really wanted and like really starting to blossom and grow. And it's so cool to hear that like Jan's also just sort of held on to people and been a part of their story as well. Yeah. Don't burn those bridges, huh? Yeah. You're such a foul mouthed woman. You're so evil that nobody wants to work with you, AJ. I know. I'm working. <laughs> How about you, Emily, any final thoughts? Um, I, loved when she talked about becoming a person and how she said she wanted to be more of an activist um because that was me i was walking and i was like me too because you watched at least in the u.s you watch the debates and you're like oh my god what can i do and she probably i feel like she is doing so much for the world but even she feels like she needs to do more and so it was nice to have that oh she feels that way too so that was great to hear um, yeah. then I'm not, I'm not alone. <laughs> and I resonated with me too, just even with the firecracker department, like it feels like I might not have much power. I can't, I don't have the power to vote in America and I might not, might not have power in other capacities, but I have the power to make this firecracker department so amazing 
that it will catch more attention than the jerks in the world. Yeah. How about yes. you? Amen. I just like to say, go Calgary, go the fight for keeping things not just in Toronto or Atlanta or like where there's like five places that have like everything <laughs> uh, of most of the time. So it's amazing to actually and like pushing one show there makes it easier to push another show there. And then suddenly there's crew that have like grown up there wanting to work in yeah. industry that exists for them instead of saying like, oh, I can't wait to like move to Toronto or Vegas right. or LA or wherever. So that's just, yeah. I appreciate that fight. Like, that's a great thing to recognize. Speaking of, um, um, I don't know, recognition. Hey, what are you guys working on? What's the thing that's, that's uh, your passion project? Uh, AJ, what are you working on? Uh, I just wrapped my short film. So I'm on the come down from that whirlwind of a ride that was this past weekend. Um, and yeah, I'm out of it's called? called plush right now, but I'm not, I'm not married to that title. Okay. But we can follow you to a to the J a to the J E. Great. We'll follow you to find out more about that. Please do. Emily, what's going on for you? Uh, well, I recently shot a couple commercials uh, for football, so could yes. be cheering, hopefully on everyone's TV. Um, and my handle is at mchurchhill.com. I don't know. Does that even happen with the app? No. <laughs> Take that out. Take that out. Okay. I love it. I love it. How are you, Sydney? What are you working on? Um, I'm on season three of Texas Metal, which is a car and truck show. And... Funny, fun fact, I make it in Canada, and it doesn't air in Canada. So if you're in the States, you can watch it. But, uh, Ooh, okay. yeah, I'm also uh, producing the podcast, and thanks for the firecracker department. So. Of course you are. What's your handle then, uh, Sydney? Uh, I believe it's my first name and my last name. So Sydney underscore Nielsen. Sydney, <laughs> Australia, Nielsen like the most. I'll also shout out the fact that we are starting the script department in Los Angeles, but are looking for ways to connect with Toronto and internationally. So we're, I think we're going to do like a live streaming on the script department. So if you're working on a, on a script and you want to uh, submit it to the script department, please do. And then um, a film that I made called, well, I didn't make it, but I was part of it called Canadian Strain. It's going to be at the Whistler Film Festival in December. So I'm excited to, uh, yeah, hashtag Canadian Strain. It's all about marijuana, or as the lady in the airport said, Mary Juana. Okay. Yeah, I like, I like that as much. And folks who are watching this, we'd love to hear what you think of all these episodes. So send us an email, firecrackerdepartment at gmail.com, or tweet Instagram at firecrackerdept, and let us know. Give us a little, oh, I loved this about the Jan interview, or I love this about the Jane Eastwood or Danny Kind, or there's so much to love. So please share your opinions with us and build our community. Any final words, gals? I love ya. Okay, we'll see you next time at the after show. Don't forget to go on over to firecrackdepartment.com and subscribe for our newsletter to be in the know about everything, because we're way better if you're part of this community. All right, bye everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.